Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do you know what? I'll hold up my hands and say, like, I don't, I, d- I think men can cry. Absolutely. But I think in reality, have I experienced a man that actually does cry to me? No. And how would, I, how would I react? If a man cried as much as I cry, because I cry maybe like every two weeks. Yeah. What would I, what would I, how would I react to that? What would I think if he just kept, he's like, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> Yeah. You, even the way you're mocking it <laughs> But it's true Clearly like, you're like, not I'm You just... wouldn't rate You said <laughs> You wouldn't rate no, I cry like that as well too, but uh, well, yeah. I've just had a really bad day today right, yeah. If my man was doing that How would I react? Good morning. Hello. <laughs> Paula just she's she's moving like she's just woken up. Just letting a little yawn <laughs> out. <laughs> Stretch your arms. Ah, good morning. <laughs> what's the what's the song that they play in Barbie when she wakes up? Have you watched it? You haven't watched it? No. Hmm. Should we talk about Barbie? Actually, well, yeah, is spoilers? Oh yeah, I you can't. So, should I talk it. about Barbie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. That's assuming you haven't watched it, because I have a lot to say, but Oh, I need to watch it. You do. How come you not watched it? Mm, I don't know. I feel like I there was a day I was going to watch it, and I didn't, and then I just haven't had time. Ever since, yeah. But um, I will go. Yes, I will go. It, just for at least talking sake. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> That's my bit of homework before next week. <laughs> homework. Um. Work. Hello, everyone. In- Hi. Everyone. Everyone. Bagdi. Bagdi. If my if my Spelling is any indication of how I'm going to speak. Then we're doomed. I'm sorry, guys. Right. My spelling this week yeah, when I saw, has been so bad. <laughs> when I say I read salami. Salami instead of Somali. I read it like 14 times. I was thinking, and I was thinking, is she making a joke about a salami? No. <laughs> you were saying, I look like a salami. No. I was like, what's what? What makes you look like a piece of salami? No. That's okay. There's something about, yeah, this week, everything I type is mad. And when I read back, I'm like, whoa. What's going like, ev- no, I'm not joking. Everything I read back. I was even speaking to my mom and I read it back and I thought, huh? What is like, this? I just keep missing out words. So weird. I keep just typing. If I'm overhearing like a conversation, I'll type that word oh. into the email. Like there's my brain here. There's something not That's right. That's so weird. Because, I don't know, I do typers in general, but this week is, it's it sounds extreme, yeah. I just, I can't type. I don't get it. I no. guess maybe your brain's over capacity at the moment. Maybe. And it's like, leave me alone. I don't want to put sentences together. Do you know? Yeah, I'm just, yeah, sorry in advance if I, um, if I just miss out a word in my sentence or. <gasps> yeah, what was it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what was it that you just did? What, just now? I just yeah. said, Oh, right. Good morning. Oh, bug. 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 Um, I am Fuller. And I'm Rakia. Welcome back to episode 
80 of wait, wait am, am i toxic, toxic? I'm not gonna lie, i can't believe we're not on 100 yet it feels like it's been oh it's, yes. it's dragging is it <laughs> <laughs> time's supposed to fly when you're having fun thank you very much mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not enjoying it should we do a sense check of um a temperature check how are we feeling about the pod Oh, do you know what I was thinking? Should I mention it? And I thought it might not be good as a listener to hear negativity. <laughs> like, I hate this pod. I think. It's Should I be good. really truthful? Go on. I feel like we're losing our source. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> even I think because I'm tired. But yeah, tired I think soon. even on the way here today, I was like, if I was original listener of the pod, I think I'd enjoy it. But from a listener's perspective, I would think. I feel like over the past couple of weeks They've slipped They've slipped I won't even say the past couple of weeks I think it's been slightly longer than that Months Yeah, months <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's been a few months Of like Just Blagging it And not really putting in the energy That we once did mm. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? I think our I guess our personalities are still there mm. I just think maybe The kind of content That we want to create Versus We'd what we actually proud are of. creating yeah, yeah There's a gap I sure. think that's the, that's the issue I 100%. think general chit chat and stuff Has been absolutely yeah, fine Yeah yeah But I haven't walked away from An episode in a really long time Where I'm like I feel proud of that Yeah same And I feel I like that's going to make a change There was a time Yeah there was a time That we were talking about topics That felt a little bit more Hard hitting Not mm. even necessarily hard hitting Just like More relatable In a This could make a difference way I guess Yeah Whereas now I think it's just like General chit chat which mm. is fine, but it's not what we set out to do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think, yeah, we need to sit down and and think a little bit more about how to get it back to like how we, how do we make content that we're proud of? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think exactly that. Maybe the listeners haven't really even noticed too tough. Or maybe. And maybe. now we pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, maybe they have. Maybe they have. Yeah, yeah. But the listeners aside, I think. Us Just feeling, for us. Yeah, 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 us feeling yeah, yeah. good is important. Because we're the ones going to have to turn up every week. Yeah, do you know like, what I mean? Talk. And yeah, even stuff like I don't, I don't find myself feeling like I want to actively promote the pod anymore. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. Because yeah. I'm not. I just feel like I'm. Chatting You're not shit. proud of. Yeah, anything. I'm not proud. Yeah. Just... We spoke about this the other day actually when you said about like. Start your own businesses Or your own ideas and stuff Like When you're really dedicated to something You can stay up to 3 in the morning 4 yeah. in the morning Have work at 8 It doesn't be matter perfectly because fine Because you're so passionate invested. About what it is that you're doing Yeah there. I get yeah. it And you want Like if there's an episode that We've done And I'm really proud of it I'll push it hard Yeah I'll even same. tell my colleagues My friends Oh listen to this I yeah, think you should listen to this same, yeah. Even when um People When I tell people about the pod I feel like I refer them to old episodes The old ones I'm like yeah. Oh you'll like this episode The new ones I uh, Yeah Yeah you know. But you know what? At yeah. least we're aware of it. Yeah, and we're it's human. Just, it's a little bit. We're whack. actually human, <laughs> and yeah, no one's. We don't get a paycheck for this, so yeah. So yeah, you know we're allowed to have our ebbs and flows. Yeah, absolutely. Ebbs and flows, right? Absolutely, no clue. Ebbs and pe- ebbs and flows. I think it is ebbs and flows. Why am I thinking of Drake? Because you like Drake's flow. Jeez. <laughs> that was such a dead joke. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of dad jokes these days. Have you? I quite like dad jokes. I feel like they're great. Pa- Do you know? Yeah, I just wonder. Our parent, like parent jokes, are so bad, and I, I fear ever turn into that. Yeah. Today, I asked my sister what her, her email and password, email, email address and password was for something, in the family group chat, and then she sent the email address, and then her name's Mia, by the way. And I said, what's the password? And my mom said, maybe Mia. 
<laughs> bare laughing faces. And I so, thought, what? it's genuinely not funny. As in maybe the password is Mia. Yeah. That's really not funny. That's not. <laughs> like, at all. I even thought, huh? Maybe there was something else that she's getting out of, like, she's she's so... Um, you know those people that just make really bad passwords? Yeah, like, is she yeah. trolling her for that? Mm, I don't think anyone would think that far. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's just such a bad joke. I thought, oh, God forbid I yeah, turn into Yeah, my mum makes terrible jokes as well. <laughs> and it's awkward because she, like, belly laughs. She'll be like, ha, 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 ha. She's looking at you like, ah, come on. Yeah. And it's like, oh. <laughs> I struggle to fake laugh. Like, it's you really bad. You feel like bad. a bitch as well. Yeah. Like, this is not funny. <laughs> I do feel like I need to protest it a little bit because I don't want to encourage something that's Bad, like <laughs> pattern up, <laughs> fix up your sense of humor, then I'll laugh if you deserve it. And my mom has a really dark sense of humor sometimes, Does as well. She? yeah. Like, she, I don't know, she, it could be like, oh, these heels, I'm, I don't trust myself in them. Hopefully, I don't fall down and die and break oh, my head. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was not funny. <laughs> Parents do that, don't they? They laugh about death, and I'm like. You actually you could stop. at your age, yeah. so stop. Like, you're not at an age, so it's <laughs> outrageous. Like, yeah. please take it easy with the way you're laughing and making jokes light of this thing. <laughs> I tell her a lot, like, power of the tongue as well. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's odd. My family are kind of like that, to be honest. And obviously, a lot of them are not religious, so power of the tongue's not really a thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> that doesn't run. It's like, let me make my joke. Yeah, let me make my joke. Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that deep. Right. But, um, yeah, how are you? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Live it up. No, no, genuinely. Basically, I'm fasting at the moment. Yeah. Fasting and praying, which is great. God, hope you see my efforts. <laughs> it just means. What do you that- want in return? <laughs> I want a million pounds. A pay rise. <laughs> this must be about money. No, no. It's not even about money. Should I share my prayer points? Nah, oh, I no, share no, my no, prayer no. points. But yeah, ultimately, I'm starving. <laughs> I'm famished yeah. and I'm weak. And the cycle that I am, I've been working out like very hard. I feel like I've upped the ante with my working out whilst fasting. Yeah, that doesn't really make... Well, maybe you just feel more connected with like your body and health and stuff. So you're trying to make it better. Do you know? No, I think it's that where my f- eating is inevitably slipping. Because basically mm. I'll break fast. You're not supposed to eat one meal a day. And which is what I'm doing. So in my mind, this is an unhealthy period. Okay. And also, I do kind of, I don't eat bare, but like I eat a little bit less perfect than I usually would. Because you're so hungry. Because I'm so hungry. And also because I am trying to pack on the calories because I know I'm not going to eat again for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, But So I think psychologically, I'm like, this is a period that I'm not on job, on in top form with eating. Okay, got you. let me go in. Just generally as well, I've flopped. I've, like I was saying, I've fallen off a lot recently. In yeah, yeah. My, in, what, in, in your standards. My health and stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just like wanting to power through. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The other day, I was in a spin class. And... I fucking hate spin. I love it. It's awful. Really? Yeah. Well, you find it hard? Do you know what? I am... Um, I have a dodgy knee. So I always feel like my knee's going to like somehow dislocate and like fly off. Those my pedals, if you're not careful, yeah. those pedals can really, Yank your leg you. will be swinging. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And mad. the seat as well is very hard, but I know I shouldn't be the sitting there. really pains my ass. <laughs> yeah. But I was in a spin class, yeah. And it's like, at the beginning of the class, I felt weak. And I was like, mm. Jesus, I, I actually got nervous that I'm going to have to drop out of the class mm. halfway through. 
which would obviously be very cringe because I'd have to announce the whole... I'm fasting. Yeah. I'm not just really unfit. Um, but then halfway, maybe 15 minutes into the workout, I was like, it's like it felt euphoric. Mm. I felt like I tapped into a different strength. Like, I can't explain it. Like a boxer. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the 10th round and that, it's just and like, it's like it gets some, up. Something just yeah. pumps through you. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. like in the moment, I, I felt like I'd sniffed a line of coke and I thought, <laughs> in, embrace this moment yeah. <laughs> because it felt so good. And like I just powered through and mm-hmm. I burned like a ridiculous number of wow. calories. And yeah, I was just like, wow. You know how people say like fasting is really good for you? Mm-hmm. As in even outside of, obviously I'm fasting for religious reasons, but fitness people fast like for days yeah. and just do water fast and stuff like that. And they say that it's really good for resetting your body. I was like, I think I'm tapping it into is. that. It is. That energy. Because I feel like sometimes um, with with exercise, and I always say like, you know when people like dig deep and I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, You're already yeah. fit. But if you genuinely dig deep into your brain, it's, There's it's more kind of a your mental body can thing. Do, your body will always surprise yeah. you. I know um, women speak about that when they're pregnant. It's like, my body can do way more yeah, than, than I think I it thought. can. Yeah, um, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. It's, yeah. like, it's literally... Just the mindset. It is, I always yeah. say this with running. Like, I think running's awful and I don't recommend. But, <sighs> like, if you dig deep in your brain, you can run. You can run. For way further than you think way you can. Way further. People always like, whoa, 5K, 10K. I'm like, you know. It's in your head. Your first run, you could probably run 5K. Yeah. Yeah. If you're someone that works out already, mm-hmm. that is, you can definitely run 5K in your first run if you just remove that mental blocker. Yeah. But it's hard to do. It's hard yeah. To do. It's actually funny because, um, Whenever I'm doing a workout and I feel like giving up, it's like I go extra hard sometimes because I'm like, Same. it's like my ego kind of kicks in as yeah, well. And I'm like, yeah. I can do this. Yes. And you never regret it. That's true. I'm, <laughs> I'm similar as well. Someone was psychoanalyzing me the other day and they were like, you're someone who's like, uh, when you get to your limit, you must push yourself further. Otherwise, mm. you, didn't, you don't feel like you've yes. done it. Yeah. And I was like, 100%. Yeah. In everything <laughs> that I do, I psychologically have a thing of like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that's not working out, but working out is the easiest. Mm-hmm. If I've if I've set a goal to say I'm gonna run for, I'm gonna run 10k. When I get to the 10k, my brain's like, "Well, you just hit the goal. You have to exceed it." Mm-hmm. And the next thing, I've run an extra 2k. Yeah, because it's like I have to exceed my expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird with everything. There's kind of a part of I, I get it where in your brain you feel like an extra bit of suffering really pays off a yeah, bit. yeah or it's like I've really extended myself so if I've been up all night working if I'm up to 5am it's better than 4 yeah like I'm so tired I mean but I don't like that oh <laughs> I'm like that sometimes I'm oh, like, really? I've worked so hard like I can't explain even the tiredness the next day I'm like I'm tired because of this okay and it feels yeah. kind of good there's kind of like a a natural there's a high with the pain. With the pain yeah. a little bit. It was just not good. It is. You know? No, that <laughs> example, I don't cosign. Yeah. That's bad. Oh, I'm like that with sleep. Sometimes I'm like, just power through. Um, I've always been like that though. Mm. Like, I could be a night worker for sure. So... Even if I'm nodding my head, I'm like, nope, let's get up and go oh. again. I've always been like that. I'm the opposite. My most productive hours are in the morning. I don't, <laughs> I don't get people like you. Most productive. I genuinely, yeah. I have uh, my friend Montana. She, um, she will offer it. She will literally get up and like spring up and go about her day. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I'm not joking. Yeah, when I get up, I'm battling thoughts. I'm like, I can't believe I'm up. Like, I want to go back to bed. I literally, I will be like feeding for like another five minutes. If you see my alarm clock, it's disgusting. It'll be like eight, eight o three. 
Eight thirteen. Oh. Um, it's such a struggle, and then I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. Then I'll get up. Sometimes I even lay back down again. Like it's one wow. big. That used to be me, and I've been that when like. I hated work. Yeah, I've been like that my whole life. Mm. Like, and I think I've just accepted that I'm just not a morning person, and that's fine. Because society will tell you that you should be up, you should be doing your work up at six a.m. And it feels good, but for me, it just doesn't. Last. It just doesn't work, and that's fine. Yeah. So I usually just work out before bed. Yes, yeah, um, that's my idea of hell. Yeah. The evening is for me yeah. Like I want to do either leisure Or just relax I want to mm. do what I want to do in the evening But the day That's when we get shit done So like As soon as I wake up It's go. I don't even use alarms Like Man. I don't like alarms Ooh. I'm anti I'll be sleeping till 11am <laughs> Yeah no My body clock is on point It wakes yeah, up at the same time it? Every day Wow Yeah I don't believe in alarms oh Only time God. I use alarms If I'm going on holiday And I have to wake up at like 3am yeah, yeah And even then my body will wake me up. I'm not joking. It, I have a creepy thing. Yeah. Where I wake up exactly when I'm meant to. Like when I go on holiday and I set my 4 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah. alarm, I'll look at the time and it's 4 o'clock. Oh and, and the alarm wouldn't have gone off yet. Like maybe, maybe it's 3.58. And I'm yeah. like, I'm up. It's so weird. My body uh, clock. I wish and I, I get restful sleep. So I don't really. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's strange. It's my superpower. I love that for you. Thanks. How are you? Um, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> speech, 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 speech. I'm oh, joking. <laughs> that was a dead joke. <laughs> I was like, I told it to my mom. Lisa, <laughs> is that you? I told it to my mom. What the heck? <laughs> that really was a fun speech, speech. <clears throat> Wait. <laughs> Oh, I just got it. You said because you're clearing your throat, yeah. you're about to make a speech. <laughs> That was terrible. That was a terrible I really joke. had to squint because I was like, oh, <laughs> this is the calculation associated with this weird joke. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. Do you know what I was talking about today? Sorry, do you want to tell me? No, saying. yeah, you go. go. Today, yeah, I was talking with my nail tech about scars and that you get as a child. Mm. Your nails are nice. Oh, thank you. Nice. She was telling me how, um, as a child, she, what was it? She she dropped a brick on her foot at two mm. and it lost her whole toenail. And then we started talking about all the wounds that we endured as children. Mm. And I remembered that my two most major ones were a cup of tea. My mum used to make all of us tea in the morning, mm. but she would leave mine That's on really the counter. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I'm obsessed with tea. Yeah. But she would leave mine on the counter to cool down because I was younger, so I couldn't uh, drink it straight away. Mm. And while mine was cooling on the side, I was like, no, I want it. And I went to get the tea and I couldn't reach. I was so she small. I couldn't fast reach. Up yourself. Literally. But it makes me think like, how, how old was I? Because yeah. I couldn't reach the top of the counter. Oh, so wow. it's like I was tiptoeing trying yeah, yeah. to get the cup off the counter. And I dragged it forward and tipped it on my head. Oh my God. And I was had my my whole head and shoulders were in bandages <laughs> for weeks. I still got the scars actually. But yeah, I was... Th- and then my second one was this. So... When I was, I don't know how old, but I, I was just learning to walk. Yeah. My mom was grilling in the kitchen. Didn't know I was, I had come into the kitchen. I was behind her. Mm-hmm. As I'm trying to find my balance, I put my arm on the grill to balance oh myself. Oh my God. And I obviously lost all my skin. Ooh. And we were like, how mad is it that children endure such massive pain? Like, mm-hmm. What I don't know what I would do as a mother if my child put their arm on a grill and lost all of the skin on their arm. Do you know how mad that is? It's very mad. But do you know what? Kids are so mad. 
it's like it's kind of inevitable. Yeah. Like when you see kids running for their life at like twenty five miles per hour in the park, yeah, and I'm like, so all this equipment should not be covered in like spongy stuff or something. Because <laughs> yeah. kids will literally run into a bar. Like, yeah, literally, I'm they're insane. But no, I know what you mean. As a parent, you're, I think as a parent, you just live in constant fear. I'm you have to, yeah, like, because a grill, a grill is as, insane. I'm just, I put myself in my parents' shoes of like, now we're at the hospital because my child. Has literally lost all of the skin on their yeah. arm. Like what? Whoa. What? It's scary. It's so scary. It's so scary. I remember. Um, this is my uh, party story. But um, I was in a coma for a whole day as a, as a child, three years old. <laughs> what? Yeah. My mom said they were putting pins in my foot. Just wasn't responding. <gasps> oh my she was God. like, "It's the longest day of her her entire life." Like, how did that happen? Though? So. They have a theory that it was probably to do with my low blood sugar that I oh, still get. But there was okay. never any re- reason for it. Wow. Like still to this day. So yeah. Imagine that. Three year old child just coma. Like so out, scary. No responsive. I'm not cut out for it. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm not cut out for it. I'll actually <laughs> die. Insane. You see my Harry Potter scar? Yeah. How's it's funny. Know? When you brought it up, I thought, is she, did she just look at my head and thought, oh, scars. <laughs> You've, this is like the second time you've accused me of seeing no, your scar. Do you know when what? When I don't even process so it. So my scar is not something I I genuinely don't care about it. But I feel like when I first meet people, especially men, it's like they they want to ask and then randomly one day be like, oh, what happened to your head? I'm like, oh, this. Do they? Yeah, Let they do. See. It's just interesting. Sometimes I see it in certain lights. I don't even take it in. Me neither. Maybe because you've just known me for years. Maybe. Um, it's just something that I genuinely don't care about. Of course. But... um. Yeah, bang my, my head in the cupboard. Really? He literally was sprinting at 25 yeah, miles per hour, yeah. like you said, and jump, tried to jump, dive onto the sofa, and somehow ended up banging his head on the side of the <laughs> center table. Sure. And it was a glass one. And <laughs> basically, back then, my dad used to work night shift. Yeah. So he ran into the bedroom while my dad was sleeping, going, <laughs> whole face bloody. And my dad was like, <laughs> Oh, like, my where gosh. is the blood coming from? Kids Why is your just, whole face bloody? Oh my god! <laughs> yes, yeah, my little my little scar. Well, Queen Latifah has this, and Twister has it. Um, mom used to Twister. tell me grow, growing up. Your mum used to say Twister has it. Twister has it. Do you know how funny that Queen is? Queen Latifah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Your mom's like, you're all right, darling. I'm all right. I'm here. Not just you, Queen Latifah, and Twister have it. Twister. I, I can still be an actor and a rapper. How when did I'm your older. mom know Twister? Mom knows Twister. That's really funny. Mom's with it. That's hilarious. Twister, you know. Oh, oh, anyway, funny. how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm really good. Um, yeah, I feel fine. Um, I'm tired today as well. Um, we so me and Follow actually recorded two episodes two weeks ago, so we actually missed last week. And I went to a retreat that Follow knows about all about already. Ooh, <laughs> tell the fans, tell the fans. Um, so I was saying to a friend recently that I really recommend this place if you are on the verge of a breakdown. I think it's fantastic. So it's um, it's funny because I saw that they had rebranded it a little bit. It was a detox and weight loss retreat. Oh. Mm, but now it's a detox and wellness retreat. As and I'm it should like, be. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, well, I get you. I mean, you can want to lose weight. You genuinely can lose weight. Um, but no, yes, yeah, so I went to a retreat for um, a couple of nights and it was just so fantastic. I feel like I've come back feeling really refreshed. Yay. I thought if I stay there for any any longer I'll probably come back as like a monk or I'm something so and like dead. not want to speak um, but no, it was really good I went by myself um, it is uh, so yeah it's a wellness and detox place 
And they give you like an itinerary for the whole day. So every hour of the day, there's either like meditation, exercise classes, the food's all vegan. Um, the the menu's like tiered. So it could be, you can either juice, you can do lighter meals, or you can still do vegan food that's like not as healthy. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it was so good. Every morning so I was swimming, oh. um, meditating before I go to bed. Lovely, um, man. You walk around in your bathrobe all day. So you don't have oh. to get changed for yeah. anything. Oh it was just gosh. really, really zen. I think, yeah. I really um, One thing I don't recommend That they done They You know the ice bar thing Those are really good It's though. not for me it's, Did you do it? Yeah I'm not doing that again But did you dip your shoulders in? No sorry it, So it was a nice bath But they actually have Like a chamber So you just walk in Basically naked And it's And it froze ice at you? It froze No not froze ice at you It's, it's froze It's like a walk into um, A freezer oh, Basically Oh got you It was awful I just That doesn't sound as good As an actual ice bath it was very cold. Yeah, yeah. That, it's always, <laughs> no, it always going to be cold, but I feel it like... It was like, like snowflakes were going around in uh, the, the fridge. How long were you in there for? Um, I don't know, four, four minutes. It's good. Yeah, I did, that's what I mean. I believe in suffering. Yeah. I will do it. But did you come out feeling refreshed? Yeah, my headache immediately went. See? Yeah, yeah but this is what they say. I'm not doing it again. Oh, you can't say it's I bad the then. It was great. It's funny actually, when you spoke about being sick, I've done exercise class yet. And I genuinely You know when Mandem speak about Wanting to vomit I genuinely thought I was going to vomit Mandem You know when Mandem work out Sometimes they throw up And go again Oh yeah I've done that Have you? I was thinking what's Mandem Oh you're insane then. <laughs> I feel like boys do it I know boys do oh. it I was doing exercise class And I thought I, I even said to, the, to PT I was like I think I'm going to be sick <laughs> <laughs> I was like I just have a moment But it can happen I got some water and I was fine Because I dig deep Yeah man um, Words to T Sean. Yeah. Is that Sean T? Sean T. Yeah, that's a real thing though. Like, to feel sick. Yeah. Yeah, I genuinely like, a four's gonna throw up big time. <laughs> that's how you know it's working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it felt good. Even at one point, she was like, oh, do you wanna stop? And I said, no. <laughs> like, Even while you, you no, were. Let's go again. I agree. Like, yeah, I'm the same. Go again. I wanna stop. Get the job done. Yeah. Your body will adjust. Yeah. I'm quite hard on myself <laughs> in terms of like fitness and stuff. When I'm working out, I'm like, Let's just keep going. Yeah, you are. You're good. You're like a perseverer. Yeah, I think she was actually surprised. Because I I don't look like someone who's super fit. But I always try my best. Yeah. With working out. You're not lazy at all. No, I'm not lazy. No, no, no. I'll genuinely try my best. Obviously, everyone everyone has their days. Anyway, I feel like we're speaking to them and cut them all out. (laughs) Uh Um, There's another thing I wanted to say. (laughs) You didn't finish finish my sentence again. (laughs) I feel like we're just talking bare. Or I feel like I'm talking bare. Oh, Um, right. Do you or would you eat um, raspberries or do you know anyone who eat raspberries or blueberries off like random trees? I keep seeing people I'm, do that. In the UK? Yeah, just Where now. do you see a blueberry tree Just here? around the corner. Not blueberry, sorry. Blackberry. Those aren't even blackberries, are they? They're, I think they're blackberries. Blackberries and raspberries on the trees. Raspberries in London on the tree? <laughs> <laughs> here. Well, what's, no, what, <laughs> what looks like raspberries then? There's no raspberry, wild raspberry growing in London. Huh? No, it is. What's the fruit that looks like raspberries then? I'll show you just around the corner. The guy was picking them off and eating it, them. Somebody must have a raspberry tree there. Is it in somebody's front yard? No, yeah, it's literally like, um, it's <laughs> in the industrial. I'm going to show you when we go. Because so- I've got one in my area and I, it's I saw It's not a woman. raspberry. It's not a raspberry. Okay, not raspberry. <laughs> well, what could it be then? Are you talking about those red small pe- pebble ones? No, it's, it looks like a raspberry. Y- you know what a raspberry <laughs> I, I don't I even want to patronize you. for breakfast. I know what a raspberry is. It genuinely looks like a raspberry. There's wild raspberries going. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> really funny. Yes. I'll show you. Yeah, please what, show me. What fruit looks like that though? 
Because it might not be it, it genuinely looks like a raspberry But it could not be a raspberry I don't it's know. red and it's grown anyway. People and it's that V shape. Yes, people keep eating them off the trees, and I'm like, I feel like I'm in from outside. A Black Mirror episode. I've lit- I'm in shock that in London there's raspberries growing on trees, and people just eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen people eat fruit fruit off trees in general though? In London, just randomly. I mean, in primary school, people used to eat those berries that you definitely weren't supposed to eat. Maybe. The little red black ones that sometimes we, you know, they fall in autumn and we step on them. There's also squash like berry thing looking things on the floor. Is it that? That's definitely because I know not what you mean. It might not be rust, but it looks like a raspberry. <laughs> Genuinely, I want to show you anyway. Yeah, show but I keep, me. I keep seeing that the man was literally stopping every two seconds to eat some, to eat the fruits off the tree, and I'm like, that's so dirty. I've never seen that. And then before. a woman in my area, we have the same tree in my area. Are they like, on the motorway basically? And, I saw her eating it And I'm like What are they like On their way home from work Yes and they're just grabbing just walking a... past the tree And just eating the fruit And I'm that like Is this the cultural the thing, thing Or I'm... like What is this Where am it's I disgusting. I've never heard of this Literally in primary school That was the only time Because you, you used to get Those little apples You, you must have them Like apple tree We had a little apple tree in Oh our, yeah In yeah, our yeah, primary yeah. And in our primary school Do you and... Conkers <laughs> Yeah, I why are they called conkers? I don't know because I always used to associate that with like an aft thing. Like you're supposed to use them to conk somebody's head. <laughs> oh my like, god! I genuinely thought that. <laughs> but yeah, that's the last time I've seen someone eat a fruit from a tree. And obviously, we weren't supposed to. And the person yeah. would usually be like, "I feel sick and vomit." <laughs> anyway, when we finish, we'll take a closer look and we'll let you guys know. Yeah, because I mean, if there are raspberries growing in London. Would I not just harvest some and stop buying raspberries for four pound a pack? Yeah, maybe. Well, <laughs> you should tuned. join them. <laughs> I'm absolutely not eating. <laughs> you know, what it was like that. That's also near like an industrial place. So all that dust and everything's gone on that fruit. God knows he was literally picking it farms. and just eating it, and I was like, ew. And he looked normal. Yeah, <laughs> so I was gonna say some rude. I was like, well, he. Yeah, he could still be normal. Yeah, he's normal. with what you just described or what you thought of. What were you gonna say? No, 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 no. I cannot say that. He's normal. He's normal. <laughs> he is normal. I'm not coming across like an arsehole like convince. last week. Said, he is normal. <laughs> he is normal. I don't even think you came across as that much of an arsehole. Oh, a little bit of an arsehole. <laughs> uh, anyway, should we do our toxic? Yeah, four? let's do it. So this week's toxic four is short and sweet like me. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I just got more. You I know. wasn't expecting. Oh my god, Lisa's really gotcha. come out to play. Gotcha. <laughs> it took me a minute to process it because I wasn't expecting that. Right, mom jokes have really come to play. Right, so this uh, toxic submitter said, "Men shouldn't cry in front of women." I don't believe that, but hey, it's toxic, right? Is that? Is that? Good English. Men shouldn't cry in front of women. I don't believe that. Basically. <laughs> Men shouldn't cry in I front think, of women. I don't believe that. I think... <laughs> you know, you're killing me. Basically, Am I reading it wrong? Basically, <laughs> you've read the bit that you added. <laughs> what? I thought, I thought you said... Men shouldn't cry in front of women. That's a toxic <laughs> thought. But then you've read the extra bit that you added that was just you. No, I didn't. I, huh? I copied and pasted that. From where? From the Excel sheet where we got people to submit their toxic thoughts. Oh, yeah. The person was saying that then. The person was saying, I don't believe this, but it is toxic. Yeah, so okay. Interesting yeah. topic to discuss. Right. I was like, what is... 
going no, on? No, I didn't. I thought that. you were adding your own bit. Oh no, I don't no. believe that. But hey, no, no, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I mean they they I wish they expanded a bit. Um, men shouldn't cry in front of women. It. Do you know what? I think it's worth discussing, just in a broader sense, because as my I was gonna say that's kind of like. I don't want to say an ancient concept, but mm-hmm. it's not really a thing as much in today's culture for people to really believe that. But I had a conversation today with someone mm. that made me realize that I very much live in a little bubble and there are people out there who still have like starkly different opinions to me mm. um, when it comes to manhood, masculinity, gender roles. This person was saying to me that they feel... That women want to be men now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that if they were to have a daughter, Mm -hmm. they would absolutely not. This is a woman, by the way. Mm -hmm. They would absolutely not raise her to feel like she's supposed to be any form of like focusing on career or anything like that. Like that is not what she's meant to be doing. So what is she meant to be doing? She's meant to be learning to cook and to clean. And she feels like she wouldn't want her child to... Honestly, the list of things that she said, I was like... She said Mm. she wouldn't want her child to wear makeup. She would because she wants her to learn... Is this our friend? Nope. Okay. No. It's it's someone that exists in another corner of the world. Cool, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But she was talking about... You know, on this topic of masculinity and femininity, she was saying that she f- feels like women need to stop trying to be men and to learn to be women. And because men don't like women who think they can do all well, this whole independence thing mm. is a mess and we should let it go. And um, yeah, I found, uh, honestly, the list of things that she said, I was just like, I, you know, when at first you're engaging and you're like, no, but. No, but yeah. eventually I was like, I'm just going to leave mm. you to it because I think you are so far gone and it scares me and it, it made me sad as well because the reality of people who say this kind of thing versus their supposed opinions mm-hmm. are always so bloody different. <laughs> yeah. It was, I don't think I should be working. Like, but you do. She is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you know what? I feel like, and my mom is, Definitely has done this to me And I think parents do it in general They pass down their trauma Yeah So my mom's always told me Oh be self-sufficient Do this Do this Whatever Because she kind of had to be that person And when she tried to rely on my dad I guess he wasn't providing properly Yeah So now she tells me You have to kind of look after yourself You should be buying your own house You should be doing this And then I feel like for Maybe She saw her mum struggle Or some Or Struggle in some way So she's had to be That provider In the situation Mm. Now she doesn't Want to be that person Because she's done too much So now she's going to Tell her daughter No Don't be the provider Because men want to do that But it's interesting Yeah Because people preach one thing And you're also another way Yeah And it's like Hmm This doesn't actually Really make sense Yeah Yeah And It does seem like That's what it is But It was just so weird Because she was also referring to herself mm. And like her reality is so different From this thing This standard that she supposedly has mm-hmm. Like She was like It's not my responsibility To worry about mm-hmm. Having a roof over my head That's not something That I should have to think about My man should be thinking about that Yeah But Her reality is the complete opposite of that Yeah like, I don't. I don't get it People 
people have really idealistic thoughts and beliefs and stuff. And I think people don't really take in the fact that, I don't know if she lives in London or whatever, the reality of the situation. So for me, I ideally wouldn't work too. But that's not what but, this person Yeah, saying. I wouldn't be preaching to my daughter, don't work because you have to be No, but she wasn't talking about preaching to her daughter. She was talking about herself. So, so obviously uh, the conversation is twofold. Yeah. It was what she believes women of today mm-hmm. are getting wrong. And it is that we want independence. Mm. And we think that we have to find homes for ourselves and all that kind of thing. We're supposed to be finding men and leave it, who will do that for us and leave it to them. And that is what she's done for herself. But it's not. Because... <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, 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 was, I was literally like... I, 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 don't, I don't get that it. Is just, that's just rubbish. Because, you know, even... I'm talking about myself here, but I'm someone that I don't... I remember I cried with, um, during when I had COVID because I'm not a boss bitch. I don't <laughs> desire being a boss bitch. Yeah. Like, I'm just not a boss bitch. I'm not super career driven and stuff like that. So where's the man that's providing for me then? Because I would happily take it if and it was available. Is, yeah. And look at me now. Yeah. I'm, I live alone by myself yeah. and I am paying my own bills yeah. and everything and more. But yeah, I, I'm not trying to be a man. Yeah, I'm happy to be exactly. a woman, but I haven't met Someone who's willing to match and the energy like that. I was saying to her, I was saying to her that like, I think you would like putting aside the morality and just the fucked upness of mm. a lot of the stuff you're saying. I, I think you would be massively surprised just how many women would happily let their career go if they could, <laughs> if they had a man that they could yeah. trust. Because I think, so she was saying that she's anti-feminism. She was saying mm-hmm. that we are not equal and we should let men be men. And as women, we should be women. Mm-hmm. She was like, there's certain things. They, she was like, they run the world. And I was like, that's kind of the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I was like, what? Exactly. That's really the issue. But she said, no, but what? It is what it is. So like, why are we fighting these people who actually do run the world and trying to beat them at their job when we could just be women and let them rule? <laughs> But the thing is, ruling also involves being taken advantage of and stuff. So, and this is what I was saying. I was saying to her that, like, in this, you know, hellish utopia. Yeah. Because it's a bit of both (laughs) that you're talking about. Yeah. You have given men power as a birthright because they have penises. Mm -hmm. But they're humans and they're flawed. And so... Not every man is worthy of that power, even if he were to have it in the first place. Mm -hmm. A lot of them abuse it. Yeah. Um, And it's a massive problem. And I think I was saying that it's these things. I was saying to her that, do you think that feminism would have become a a thing if men were doing their job, (laughs) traditional roles, perfectly? Yeah. There was an issue. And women felt that they needed to take control of their own lives Mm -hmm. in order to fix that issue. And it just, it was just... Going over her head. No, it doesn't make sense. It was fascinating to me, but it made me think a lot about like, I guess just, um, yeah, just how many people still do kind of buy into really traditional beliefs. And mm-hmm. so when when you sent me that toxic thought, at first I was like, really? Then I was like, do you know what? I haven't had the conversation I've had. Mm-hmm. This is really believable that someone could feel like it is unmanly to cry still. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And there are people of our generation who are saying that they are actively going to raise their children mm-hmm. to be the same. She was saying that, my son, I'm sorry, any girl that tries to come and marry my son who doesn't know how to cook, doesn't know how to clean, she, he's not getting with her. I'm not having that. Wow. And I was just like... Wow. This is shocking. It's funny, actually. On, the on I think, a couple of days ago, I was sitting on the bench in central London having my lunch and then the Jewish man sat down 
on the phone and he was like, I really like her. Um, but she's just not very like, what did, he didn't say feminine. He said she's not very really soft enough for me. He was like, um, she's great. She has a good job. He's like, I don't really care about the job, actually. A lot of like, she, don't, She's not no. soft. And I was sitting there thinking, Rah. A Jewish man? Yeah, a Jewish man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, Jewish man in a suit. Yeah, he's just like, he's just, she's just not soft enough. And he's like, I just can't. He's like, I find her attractive, but there's just something about the lack of softness for me that just doesn't work. A lot of people feel yeah, that. Yeah, it was, and I, I kind of felt triggered because I don't really perceive myself in a, like a soft way yeah, as well. No. And I think universally, that's kind of what a lot of men kind of desire in a way. A, a softness. It's so hard with stuff like this because mm. when you say it, it makes me feel physically sick. Yeah. <laughs> but... It is the reality. Yeah. As in the reality is that this is what they desire. And we have our things that are like, we desire. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't want anyone well. questioning me yeah. on what I want. Because I kind of like a, a masculine type of man, if I'm honest. I do like a masculine no, man. No, I don't like hyper-masculine men. Like alpha. Yeah, no, yeah. but just a kind of a masculine kind of energy. So yeah, for him same. to say the softness. Ooh, it's ouch. like, it's valid. <laughs> yeah. But I feel sick yeah. at the thought of being like, I need to be more soft. Yeah. Well, actually, I do and I don't. Yeah. So I, when I was younger, I used to feel a lot more sick. Now, it's something that I've actually had to work through myself mm-hmm. of like, but it, okay, so this, the, even the conversation that I was having with this girl earlier, mm. it's closely linked with this, or it's a bit chicken, it's chicken and egg. Mm-hmm. It's like, Men have made me hard. Like, mm. the hardness that I have as a woman has come about because through multiple experiences in my life, yeah, I felt like I need to harden myself. It's not felt like a, a, an environment that would nurture a soft version of me. It feels like an environment that... It's always felt like an environment that a soft version of me would be stepped on mm. and shot on mm-hmm. and taken for an idiot. So I have been hardened. I've had no choice but to harden. But now... And that's, I think that's the case for a lot of women. I think that's the case for the vast majority of women. Um, and the reason I, I referenced the conversation I was having earlier is because it's like, okay, back in Kwekwe, <laughs> when it was truly not just the expectation, but the law for the man yeah. to earn. Yeah. Women, men, men didn't play their role. And they put women in a position that they felt mm. that they had no option but mm. to no longer play the woman's role, the woman's, should I say, role anymore. Yeah. And they have to adapt in order to survive. So I hate when conversations like this come up and it's like the expectation is for the wounded individual who's just responded to their environment or all, all of the onus, sorry, is put on that person. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to just wake up and make myself this person that the environment that I was in didn't, told me that I couldn't be? Absolutely. And I think even when you're just speaking about like, being soft and stuff or whatever. I even thought about the layer of being a, a black woman and like where a lot of black people's parents have come over and you've both had to grind. A lot, not of black families had the privilege of one person going 100%. to work and there being a housewife. It's no. like we both have to grind. And you know, when when you think about like migration, there's a lot of layers of like, it breaks the family apart and mm-hmm, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe the mums had to step up and the dad's not as absent. No, the dad is absent and then it makes the woman hyper-masculine because she has to be. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't know, there's so many other things that black women experience, but like, there's so many layers as to why we're hard. We're even treated like mandem in a certain yeah, way. Like, absolutely. You, grow, you grow up in school, 100%. you're bannered the same way. Um, and it even, it even kind of makes you a bit bad. Like, 
we're a bit, we've got a bit of a hard show ourselves because mm-hmm. we grew up in the hood. So yeah, yeah. we kind of, you can move like Mandem a little bit yeah. or like have the banter. Um, we're not always surprised when we get into like an intimate saying, just how soft and mushy <laughs> yeah. I am. They're like, whoa, you're a lover girl. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like I'm mostly fascinated, but because I have to be. Yeah. I wasn't allowed the luxury yeah. of being able to go out as this version of myself. Exactly. Because then you're layered with like the whole... Your 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 home growing up. Mm-hmm. If you're too friendly, yeah, and like oh, you were absolutely. doing mushy things, like girls do, like seeking boys' attention and stuff, you were a hoe. Yeah, and I was yeah. definitely a victim of that. Bare people thought I was a hoe. Yeah, so it made oh, me super. I don't know, this frigid, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And then that's literally passed out, literally to my thirties. Yeah. Like men think I'm cold, a bit standoffish, but I'm like. I think subconsciously in my brain, if I'm too friendly, then I'm a hope. Then you're out here. Yeah, that makes <laughs> so sense. It's, it's, yeah. it's so difficult. Yeah. Um, going back to men. To men. I was going to say that. We've <laughs> we made, it about, made it about us. <laughs> but going back to going men. Going back yes. to men. Um, do you know what? I'll hold up my hands and say, like, I don't, I, I think men can cry. Absolutely. But I think in reality, have I experienced a man that actually does cry to me? No. And how would I, how would I react? If a man cried as much as I cry, because I cry maybe like every two weeks, yeah. What would I? What would I? How would I react to that? What would I think if he just kept? He's like, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Have you, even the way you're mocking it, <laughs> but it's true. Clearly, like, you're like, not. I'm you just... wouldn't rate. You said <laughs> you wouldn't rate. No, I cry like that as well. Too, but uh, I've just had a really bad day today. Right, yeah. If my man was doing that, how would I react? I'm sure it wouldn't be positive. No, it wouldn't. No, yeah, wouldn't. and I think that's that's the case for a lot of women. Like we we give men the ticket and be like, sure, cry, open up to me, and then but when we they can't do, handle it. we can't handle it. When they do, it's like, I think for women, we seek a lot of security and stability and stuff, um, and I guess strength. So when men don't show that and they are open up and they're being vulnerable about their insecurities and stuff, in our head, it's like. Ugh. You know, you're not stable. You're not, you're not the foundation. Yeah. You're not the foundation. So what what the fuck can they do? <laughs> it's interesting because for me, I don't I don't think it would be as simple as like crying is what makes me feel like, oh, you're not stable anymore. You're not mm-hmm. secure. Or are you opening up too much? It's what you do with it. Yeah. Like I personally, I'm an emotional person, mm-hmm. but I'm also very grounded. My emotions I know how to self-soothe mm-hmm. Somewhat I know I know myself well enough To know like Alright cool This is how I'm feeling This is what I need Give me my moment But Generally you don't have to worry about me Like yeah. I'm gonna be good yeah, yeah. And I think if I'm If 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 I'm, I had a man who Kind of matched my energy in that way Where it's like He has his moments He, fun, he has his He knows himself mm. Well enough to know How to kind of navigate His moments I don't think it would make me question his masculinity at all. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, I, I hear it. And I think that's the privilege that women have. So when when boys fall down yeah, as yeah, children, I get mean. up. Even nowadays, like if somebody, if something happens to a guy, the the, the other, the mandems probably be like, oh, sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. Men can literally disappear. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Disappear yeah. from earth for like a month. Yeah. And then they can be hollering at their friend. The friend's not answering. They might not think anything of it. It's like, oh, when they, they'll come back when they come back. Women, it's, it's way more different than that. And it's really interesting as well, because when you, when you talk to men about this, like the men that I've spoken to anyway, mm. um, they're like, this whole notion of be vulnerable with me, it's a lie. Like They're <laughs> yeah. like, you lot should stop chatting shit. Yeah. You're liars. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not. Seriously, <laughs> it's fine. And they're like, I've, I can't tell you the number of men that I've spoken to that are like, 
it's a facade mm. and it's been tried and tested and we ain't doing that shit anymore. yeah because whether you be- whether you know it or not you're not going to respect me in the same way that you once did mm. and i'm like i think that's absolute bullshit but from their experience it seems that it rings true do you know what Absolutely. i mean like, and I, I, when i can when we can sit here and check ourselves and be like we would f- there's there's like a condition on the way that a man would have to be emotional with us for mm-hmm. it to be okay that's how you We're know part of the problem They're not lying like, There's not just wrong. so many things That men And I know there was like One episode I think episode 2 I was laughing about Things that men can't do Yeah Obviously There's there's a layer of truth That's why I'm laughing about it But obviously it's ridiculous yeah, In the grand yeah. scheme of things But There's just Like embarrassment For example Something that's a man That a man can't do mm. Like if a man trips Imagine he's like running for a train And he trips On the first date You might think Ew <laughs> Like Yeah There's just things that men Just don't yeah, just don't have the privilege of. And it's it's really, really sad. It's just weird though, because it makes me think about like, obviously this is all toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's the role that men and women play mm-hmm. um, to keep toxic masculinity thriving. But I'm like, this is, it's to- toxic masculinity. So what is actual masculinity to mm-hmm. us that isn't toxic? Mm-hmm. Because I guess if men were tapping more into that and if, we were more encouraging of that. Toxic masculinity then wouldn't look so uh, disgusting to us. I mean, wouldn't look so appealing to us. I think the issue is what we're doing is we're saying, okay, this is we're 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 sorry, we're feeding toxic masculinity. We want it to mm-hmm. exist or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when we don't want it to exist anymore, our alternative is be like us. Yeah, cry at every turn. Do whatever it is that you need to do. Be completely vulnerable. But there's... Which is fine. I don't think that... I think society has made that a feminine thing. But I don't think that's femininity. That's showing emotion. Which mm-hmm. is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But... Then there's still a gap of like... What's actual masculinity? Do you know I wholeheartedly believe that... We need to revise therapeutic services for men. I yeah, don't 100%. think... like. The talking has, I know I, I do believe in Men should speak And stuff like that But I think men are Even like Biologically I'm not a scientist <laughs> Are so different From women Like women express Their emotions They may cry and stuff But I think men Are really driven by purpose And I feel like When When there's so much Emphasis on like Laying out your emotions And sitting in it It just doesn't work for men Men are literally taught To go out on Hunt. <laughs> Hunt. Yeah, so it's like I don't. Me just sitting in this is actually not helpful. But it's weird because that's societal as well, though. It's not in. That's not. I don't think that's a biological thing. What that men are meant that to men hunt. are driven by purpose. I just. But the thing is, and when I say purpose, I'm not saying go get a six figure job. It's just about action, and we we do it as well. I'm like, driven by purpose too. Yeah. See, man, there, me need to get. Ready. <laughs> I'm to so stop. dead. <laughs> Yeah, I, the thing is, I definitely agree with what you're saying in a sense of, I think therapy needs to be revised for men. But yeah. I don't know if it's that talking there, like, I don't know. I don't know if it should be like, oh, now we just scrap the emotional side and we no, look no, no. more at like purpose driven therapy. Yeah, I think no, it's I don't a bit believe of, that. It's a balance. Yeah, it's, I think the balance is important because I think there's been certain. There's certain men that I know in my life where it's like, oh, I need help. I'm going to get a coach rather than a therapist. I'm like, oh, because they just want to move forward. I'm like, oh, don't move forward too quickly. Yeah. You need to go back to go forward. Yeah, yeah. So I think exploring like um, 
your past and your emotions and stuff is really important in order to move forward. But yeah, I just think I don't I don't have the answers, but mm. I just think the way that therapy is catered for women just doesn't really work for men. Yeah, yeah. Um I think that's yeah. just the thing of like acknowledging the reality of men where men are right now. Yeah, like yeah. You, not rather than it being like conceptually bad, mm-hmm. it's just you ha- sometimes you have to meet people where they are in yeah. order to hold their hand yeah. and bring them forward. And I think Throwing some men anyway, not all, into the deep end mm-hmm. and trying to make them do talking therapy in the way that we do when they've never spoken about their emotions in their <laughs> yeah. entire life. It can feel overwhelming. It can be less effective. So I definitely think that there's probably work to do that. I, but I'm sure mm. good therapists are already doing, already doing yeah, it. Yeah, of course. But yeah. I think even outside of therapy, just I guess within our lives, like mm. the way that we are as women... um. And men, I think where we're trying to encourage men to be more vulnerable, mm-hmm. cry in front of me, all of that kind of stuff, it's almost like we're jumping over loads of key steps. Yeah. And we need to meet them where they are. Where they are is that they're not, you know, comfortable with vulnerability and opening mm. up at all. A lot of them. We're really generalizing here. But a lot of them have an issue with it. Um, trying to tell them to just open, bear their rule to you overnight that's where you end up in this discourse where women are like, open up, open up. And men are like, no, okay, fine. And they finally do. Yeah. And then we're like, ew. ew. <laughs> and they're like, never doing that again. Yeah. Too many steps were jumped. And you kind of need to meet the person where they are. Mm-hmm. Maybe allow yourself to even get to know them on a deeper level that goes, that means that when they do eventually get to that like fully vulnerable state, yeah. it doesn't alter your view of them wholly. Yeah. And I think in other ways, like women, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know if I'm the best person to talk about this. I'm a very patient person. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of always worked in my favor with men opening up. Mm. So I'm never like, what's wrong with you? Why do you keep doing this? Why do you do this? Da, 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 da. I'm always like, are you okay? Mm. <laughs> sort of thing. And like try to, as much as I can, create a safe space and like a, a free space as well mm. to like make men feel invited to express their emotions but not in a way that you have to open up to me and tell me what's wrong because I don't have the answers either yeah. but just creating a vibe and yeah. um, one thing that kind of came to mind as well is like teaching men that you don't have to be so serious I, there's nothing more than I love seeing boys around their other boys and then being able to just be childish and yeah, silly and yeah. be free um, even that's probably where boys are so invested in like their sports and stuff because they can move their body yeah, like there's yeah. just there's a form of expression I'm, I'm loving that men are really into grooming now and get pedicures mm. and manicures and stuff yeah. because that is looking after yourself. Men men are taught to not look after themselves. Yeah, yeah, There's so yeah. many men with terrible health yeah. because you're too too um, wrong and strong to go to the hospital for support. It's, crazy. it's like it's you're crazy. literally ill. Yeah, <laughs> Your health yeah. is at risk. Yeah. Um, it's so mad. Did you watch the For Black... Oh, no, you didn't watch the Fla- For Black Boys. No. Because, oh, there was a scene actually where um, there was a, a boy... And his dad basically had cancer and he never told him. Mm. Um, and he just said, it's because I'm a man. It's, it, you never told the family that you had cancer because you just didn't, didn't want to be perceived as being weak. Right. And it yeah, really, yeah. I could, I felt the chills amongst the audience. Yeah. And it just felt so like, kind of hit home that a lot of men are like this. A lot, Where a it's lot. like, you're literally, yeah. you're, you're sick. And because of masculinity and your pride and whatever, you don't seek help. It's madness. <laughs> yeah. It's madness. Yeah. There's a massive gap. I know I know. in the past, maybe one generation, mm. some strides have been made. 
But there's still a massive So much gap. to do. Like so much work to do. Yeah. And I think it's, it's men's work to do, but it's also women's work to do too. Like, as in women who date men and the men who date women, I think it's a joint effort. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, even religiously, like, it keeps coming up in, um, in like, scripture that I'm reading recently about uh, the importance of when, if you're trying to uh, help someone or, mm-hmm. I don't know, evangelize or whatever it is, as it pertains to faith, mm-hmm. you have to meet them where they are. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't try and, because then, otherwise, you're just a preacher. You're just, and, and this empty, kind of empty uh, hope that you're providing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think, as, it's it's a dangerous narrative to kind of encourage because meeting someone where they are sometimes you should leave them be instead <laughs> sometimes you should leave them at the bus stop yeah. but that's another thing that women don't do sometimes I think sometimes women get with men because they want a boyfriend or whatever and then they're mad at the person of where they are where the where they are at the whole time yeah it's yeah like, yeah well maybe if he's not where you want him to be leave, leave him, him alone, alone. stop yeah. taking on projects yeah. and being angry like maybe that's just who he is and maybe yeah. that's just who he wants to be and so be it. Who the fuck are you? To like, try and swoop in and change, and change and, someone and, and judge. And someone. what women really, really do a lot. Women shame men. Oh, no. That's something that women do a very Without bad Without even trying as well. Like, yeah. In passing conversation. Yeah. yeah. Shading, shading. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's actually horrible. And it's interesting just how easy it is for that to be a thing where men don't speak <laughs> yeah, like, you got, yeah it's not every man's gonna be vulnerable enough of you to be like you know i feel really shamed when you do x y z they just hold it and i've been there before i think especially if i'm like really fed up with an ex or something i become a bit of a bitch mm. where i'm like i'm just shit like it don't mean anything to me anymore well oh. not mean anything but like i'm just not very nice oh. um yeah i don't know i just think women be quite mean sometimes you know how women men say that they don't really get icks but women do yeah we do it's yeah. like there's just something in our we're quite cutthroat when it comes to certain things yeah we're just being mean yeah <laughs> but yeah i think it's born of like feeling we've there's a part of us that feels like they don't have emotions yeah. like sometimes all now when i deal Absolutely. with a man and he's like that upset me i'm like huh? really <laughs> It just feels like everything just—it's like the water off that's yeah, back. No, yeah. surely, because even amongst their friends and stuff, like they say mean things. Like a man will say to another man, "You put on weight, bro." Yeah. Like even my friend, he said he put on a lot of weight about two years ago. He went to a party, and some boys are like, you, "You're you're bust down, boy. Look bust down." It's like and you just attend to a party. If I went to, we're going to me and follow going to a wedding today. If if I turn up, everyone's like, Whoa, yeah, you put on, you boy. put on, boy. Welcome back. I'm though. going to the toilet. And I'm crying. <laughs> I'm getting an Uber. Yeah, and Uber. I want the Uber to put me up from the dance floor. Yeah. I'm not even. I'm not moving one step further. <laughs> Drag me up by my chubby arms. No, literally. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because wow. Yeah, it's just it's wild. No, that's they're, yeah, they're horrible to each other. Yeah, but yeah, it, it does end up meaning that sometimes like, I personally can be a bit dismissive because I'm mm. like. Really? I've and even when they say before. like this thing upsets me, I'm a bit like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> might do it again. Yeah. I'm like, mm, Whereas if a woman would be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I've told you so Let's many talk times about it. this upsets yeah. me, and you keep doing it. <laughs> I can't believe you don't hear me. And so, oh, yeah, no. But we, I, t- I was gonna say the most generic thing like we need to do better. But I think what I struggle with, I just don't really know how. Um, and I think especially with age, you really become less tolerant of men. I think it's really hard and it's 
Where does trying to decipher like who's worth putting in that effort for? Mm-hmm. There's a fine line between being a dickhead, yeah, and, that, and that's a narrative as well of like being with someone who needs work. We're dickheads for staying with them. Absolutely, like, that's the assumption. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no room for like you're with someone that needs to grow anymore, which is really terrible in my opinion because mm-hmm. we all need to grow. But yeah, it's it makes it so complicated to know like how. To help mm. And There's even Sometimes I feel like um, In the past anyway I felt Silly For helping Everything oh, Everything is just So in a fine line Like yeah. Am I building him up Am yeah. I making him a man Am I um, Am I upgrading him yeah. or, Do you know what I mean Like You know that whole thing Like Or, or is this just another human That I care about mm. That I'm attempting to assist Or not even assist Support mm. In something that they are trying to do for themselves or yeah. something they're trying to improve on. I think what we struggle with in the black community as well is that it feels like there's so many other layers to what a normal, I don't know, growing relationship entails. Mm. So when I'm with you, you, we've been seeing each other for five months. You don't want to make it official. I'm angry at that. In the normal world, that's not even a big deal. So it feels yeah. like we're fighting so many other fights that other relationships endure, but we're, we've got extra layers. Yeah, we've got extra work, yeah. So it's, now I feel stupid. <laughs> mm. Mm. Do you That's know what true. I mean? Yeah. So it's just like... I get what you mean. Because it's like, I put up with this, I put up with yeah. this, and now I'm making you, your balls drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going through other stuff, but there's been so many other layers and layers of stupidity of you not wanting to commit because yeah. you don't have a particular job yet. Whereas Sally at work... She's with her boyfriend and he's a school teacher. And that's dub- that job's absolutely fine. But even but that, it's just... funny you make the job reference because obviously we've spoken about it in the past. But mm. like, it's, it, it's all connected to this same thing of like, we're like, it doesn't matter what job you have. It's fine. You can cry. It's yeah. fine. And those things aren't really true. Yeah. They're just not true. We, we sp- I think we spoke about this before, but about like black people not having the privilege of being like mediocre. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't even really have well, Not everybody I'm literally talking about myself But like The privilege of Maybe Parental support Financially in a way mm. So everything is about me like, yeah. I have to be a millionaire Because yeah. the next generations Are all relying on me Yeah, yeah Whereas yeah. maybe Sally Up the road <laughs> This Sally eh? She could have she a mediocre cool. life And maybe the parents Have helped out with a deposit Yeah But we have to grind To a certain extent So we don't have the privilege Of like following the passion Of being a teacher Yeah Because yeah. we can't afford To be teachers Yeah yeah It's crazy It's crazy I think generally With this topic It's It's something that Is It's kind of It's almost become Like a, a buzzword mm. For lack of a better term mm. I've lost my English today But I think everyone's aware That like As women We want men to be More vulnerable mm-hmm. There's a problem With toxic masculinity And we're just Advocating for it But I think there's An ignored section In the middle mm. Of like what does that actually look like? How do we actually feel about it? Because what we say we feel is probably not true. Yeah. Um, so maybe let's not just jump on the train of like advocacy too like too hard mm-hmm. without making sure that we're truly aligned. Yeah, yeah. In our That's hearts. why I even referenced the whole the crying thing. Cause I I'll be honest, a man hasn't cried in front of me since say about 2016. I haven't yeah. seen a man cry. So it's all good and me well and well me saying like, oh yeah, man can cry in front of me, but what would I know I would obviously be supportive. I think the example you made earlier is the one that's like, 
I think most women can agree they won't be down. Because a man crying in front of you is not that big deal, but mm. crying as often as we do. That's oh, where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all got some work to do yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I can't lie and say that if I was with a man who cried as much as I do, mm. which could literally could be like, I'm starving, I'm pregnant, and have my favorite rap, mm. and it's raining on my head, <laughs> and my edges have washed off, yeah. and now my socks are wet. I could definitely shed a, a, a little tear. Absolutely. <laughs> I said that I cried because a fox ran up to me. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it could be for anything. Yeah. And if my man was at a bus stop, like, didn't even have my rap, I'd be like, yo. And he starts crying. I'd be like, yo, yeah. I might you have know, to leave. Well, I'd even maybe just even hope for more. It's just men even crying behind closed doors, at least. Um, even just crying to themselves because... When you don't cry, and I've experienced this before, like when you don't cry, you internally cry, and it 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 spreads it out to your away. health, yeah, 100%. your your emotions. It's and... an important release. There's a reason that it's a bodily function. Yes. Like <laughs> yeah. you actually need to do it. Yeah, yeah. You really need to cry because it'll come back to bite you in the ass, boy. Yeah, it will. Um, and it will, it, fe- it literally affects your health. Like I've yeah. been I've I've been there in my life before where there's a period where I just haven't cried and it it goes to my head and I get a headache. <laughs> So I might as well just release yeah, it. Yeah, because you feel... It, it, there's a tension. There's yeah, a tension, 100%. yeah. 100%. Oh, Lord. Oh, to be a man. To be a man. But yeah, it's a, it's it's just such a shame. It's such a shame. I, I think for, especially for black men as well, because they're dealing with a lot and they also want to be the provider and they also want to impress, you know, the family and their future wives and stuff. And because they don't think they're in a position to do so, they just isolate themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, How much? And yeah. then they're bashed by women for not being serious and committed. But I'm sure they'd want to be if they felt like they were worthy of it. Yeah. Um, it's so layered. It's so layered. It's so, yeah. It's, it's literally so layered. Chicken and egg, and there's yeah. like twelve chickens yeah. and and twenty four eggs, <laughs> and they all keep butting heads. But literally. really, they just want to argue each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Hashtag black love. <laughs> oh god. Hashtag not hashtag. Squirrel. Oh god. Careful. <laughs> Careful. No, um, she is mixed race after all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team Swirl. You're allowed. Um, I'm really enjoying Lock- Lockin and Whitney. I want them to stay together. I haven't seen much of their content. Who doesn't I don't believe they. I've seen like two. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they're going to last. Aww. I think we all know that they're not going to last. But oh, wow. we're rolling around in the dream for now. Yeah. They're from two different worlds. He's very good looking. It's Harry. Well, I'm so dead. I was going to say Harry Potter and <laughs> Harry Potter. Who? Who's the poor one? The story of a Papa and a, which, Aladdin and Jasmine. There's another beta one. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Basically, I was trying to make a problematic joke. Because um, you know, in, in Love Island, they kept saying they're from two different worlds. And oh, it's like, you're just being racist. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, what you mean. Yeah. Also, Molly and Zach as well, they were saying they're from two exactly. different worlds. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. again, you're yeah. being racist because you think he talks black. I always wonder that, like, how, how much can two worlds actually combine? Like, Beauty and the bee. If a woman can be with a, a wild animal, two worlds, <laughs> yeah, two, two worlds can most certainly. True. <laughs> no, but what do you mean? No, as in like, could could I, as a mixed race woman who, who's grew up in Hackney, working class, blah blah blah, could I be with a middle class white man, white man from Shropshire, and like, and we have completely different hobbies and stuff? Can we actually be in a loving relationship and it work? I think yes, you know. So you can. So Whitney and they will last then. That's not why. That's not why I don't think they're gonna last. I just don't really buy it. Oh, okay, but, fair. But he is incredibly handsome. He is. Yeah, you're right. When I read his Instagram, I was it's, kind of it was in Insta- awe. <laughs> yeah, because I fancied more on Instagram than 
In real life, hundred But it's also because he wasn't talking. When he talks, I'm like, shh. Oh, I like that. As in, I don't find him attractive in his speaking. Okay. It's not masculine enough for me. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking. No, but they all use face tune. I'm sorry. Those Love Islanders. Yeah. Even Scott. On Instagram, he's bald. Oh, I haven't seen Face to face. Face to face, you know I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) You know him, yeah? (laughs) No, but I have a theory that they're actually... So they're, they're beautiful on Instagram. They're not so beautiful all the time on Love Island, but in person, they're drop their gorgeous. I don't think that's true. I've met quite a few Love Islanders. Really? And I think they're just, they're, they're attractive. I don't think, I don't think I've seen I, them. I'm like, I think in real life, you're we even take, better. We take beauty on screen for granted. That is true, because you're used to seeing attractive Yeah. People. I think Catherine will be one of those. I reckon yeah, me stunning. and Catherine, I'll be like, whoa. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah unreal. <laughs> so before making me laugh. Anyway, anyway, we should wrap up. And um, <laughs> yeah, any middle class white men from Shropshire. You've just said you don't believe it could work. Did you? No, I was like, oh, can, you it? Said, oh, can, can it? Oh, okay. can it? Um, Shropshire is always the Shropshire go to. Shropshire, small little town um, where. Do you know what? Here. I've actually realised one more point. I actually wanted to <laughs> can we fucking wrap up, please? <laughs> I think it can work as long as he has a good heart. <laughs> What a beautiful and poetic I, note to end on. I think a lot of like people just assume that posh people are like just cunts. But like, I don't oh, think 100%. they are. Some that they're on the I find it nice really ones. annoying. Like people keep coming. What? Sorry. <laughs> what I was about to say, I feel like a dickhead. People keep coming for rich people. <laughs> Leave them alone. Leave rich people alone. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I feel it's coming out of my mouth. Like, Tories, Wait it? a minute. <laughs> no, but I don't like when people lose humanity because people are rich. I think that's so wild. Like I spoke about this with the <laughs> submarine thing where everyone was like, this is banter. Their lives are banter. Oh, yeah. Like, people are Their dying. Lives, like, yeah. It's weird. And yeah, um, what's her name? Abby in yeah. Love Island. Yeah. I didn't know she was posh because I must have missed that episode. But people were like, she's so annoying. And I was like, Really? I didn't really mm. see it. Then they were like, she's poor. She was like, right. I mean, oh, that's not a reason to just see. She was being treated horribly and she didn't she didn't do anything. Do you know what? We're we're getting we're getting old, you know. Why? I feel like you know parents lose sight of colour sometimes. I don't as I, you get older. Do you think? Yeah. I feel like um you know when parents are like less enthusiastic about racism and it's like, oh, I've got a friend who's like, yeah, she, she's yeah, all right. We're yeah. all fine. Come on. <laughs> That's what we're turning to. Really? We've lost the fire in our belly. <laughs> I think as we should. We've got to live in harmony with people, yeah, we man. Do, we do, we do, Obviously, let's call out bullshit. But you don't have to just hate people all the time. <laughs> it's true. It's no, true. For who they are. Yeah. For, for being rich. I love no, rich people. No. Let's the, all be friends. The thing about... <laughs> The thing about that is that it's the hypocrisy. Everyone wants to be rich. Yeah. So when you're rich and we all start laughing at the fact that you broke your leg and you might die. Yeah. No, that that, is, that is wrong. That is really wrong. Anyway. Yeah, we do actually have to go because we've got a wedding. Yeah, we really need to go. <laughs> We're running behind. It's been absolutely lovely. It's been a movie. Yeah. Least, oh, my armpit doesn't seem to be... Anyway. Um, <laughs> have a blessed beautiful week yeah we will see you next week enjoy the rain <laughs> oh wow what a bitch it's, it's actually warm this week. we're in the uk as well <laughs> all right yeah, yeah that's true yeah. not from the house <laughs>
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.